let me hear it. it money money talks your trusted resource for your money your your, your, your future your life chicken We're back. You're listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. I'm Troy Harmon. I'm here with Casey Smith and none other than Clay Norman. Yes, sir. We're not storming Norman. Not storming Norman today. No, not like not Casey. With Casey. He's got to come up with a, with yeah. a nickname for you. We'll, yeah, we'll we got to get one. Yeah. We can work this out, I think. I'm a little scared. <laughs> you, you should, should be. be. <laughs> they usually aren't very flattering for the person who... Uh, gets the name but Fair uh, enough. anyway kelly lynn yes where are we going we have patrick this week he is 43 um he's actually a successful entrepreneur he's created and sold several businesses he's been doing this since his college years um his last business he sold was not a cash offer but a kind of an income producing asset so like i guess he still has a minority position and the new owners paying him out over time so you know there you go. Risky. Not a lot of cash flow from that transaction. Yeah, it's not, more, yes. I mean, so getting some, but it's sort of a slow drip rather than a lump sum. Yeah. So while, you know, it was best for the sale of the business, obviously, like you said, didn't leave him a lot of cash. He wants to tap his uh, his retirement funds and his SEP IRA for his new startup using a ROBS, which is a rollover for business startups. So a SEP is what, a self-employed? Self, yeah, self-employed pension. Yeah. It's basically IRA. A, an IRA that you can establish for a self-employed business owner and contribute up to 20. It's basically yeah. it's 25% of your net income. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah. it's so one of those like some, souped up, like you can put a lot of money You can in. put more into it than you can just a regular IRA. There you go, um, 25% of earnings. Yep. That's substantial. Well. Could be. Could be. Either way. He's got he's he only wants to use probably about fifty to seventy five thousand and it's his SEP is he says like two seventy, so okay. we're he's got a good cushion but that sounds ridiculously silly to borrow from your this this is a very interesting case and to be honest with you i i was not familiar with this strategy until uh you know we've had this this case study that kelly lynn so uh i just hoisted on you yeah. <laughs> just. She, she threw this at us and i mean very interesting topic because while the acronym is a bit unfortunate when you're talking about <laughs> right. financial account, ROBS, um, rollover for business startup. So basically what, what that, this that is. That had to be put together by the IRS. Oh, yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah. You, you, you dig deep enough into the tax code, you can find all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, well, and some <laughs> bad acronyms, obviously. Yeah, yeah. So what the way the way this thing works is it it you have to be a C corp. So that's important to note um, because you have to be able to basically sell your startup company stock to the retirement plan. Um, so th- this is a, a legal thing. You can do it. Uh, you avoid any kind of tax or early withdrawal penalties when you do that, and you're essentially just exchanging shares in the new company for cash in your retirement plan. And so you own the new company in your retirement plan. Hmm. Um, again, it has to be structured as a C-Corp. So there's some, you know, some things you have to do to, to make sure that that's done properly, you know, state regulations, all yeah. that stuff. Um, but if you if you do that and you do it correctly, then um, you're able to, to take cash out of your retirement plan and use it to f- basically fund this, this startup venture. Yeah. 
But it, it is highly scrutinized by the IRS, yeah. so you definitely want to make sure you're yeah. working with a professional that knows how to do it. I was going to say, there are companies <laughs> that like specialize in this yeah. too, right? Yeah, the Rob's and, providers that kind of facilitate this transaction. But um, unfortunately, it can be a little bit expensive. It, I, I read say, online. I, I'm cost, sure they don't do it out of the goodness of yeah. their heart. <laughs> I read online it could cost four to 5000 yeah. to get one even just set up. And then on top of that, there's some extra fees every month to make sure you're doing all the reporting and everything you need yeah. to do. Yeah, so. that, that's the biggest downside to me is just all of the scrutiny that you're going to get from not only the IRS, but the Department of Labor is involved because it's a retirement plan, qualified retirement plan. Yeah. So ERISA regulations come into play. And then it's a C-Corp, which is taxed. I mean, that's a whole, Yeah, you know, there's some double taxation from the C-Corp. Tax reporting on, on that. the earnings from the business as well as, you know, your distributions or dividends, what have you. Um, so there, there's, there's some... Uh, there's some delicate kind of considerations here. And, and I mean, it's hard to tell, you know, we would have to kind of do a deeper dive with Patrick to, to really analyze whether this makes sense or not. I mean, the, on the positive side, it does, you know, you get your cash rather quickly. You can fund this thing within as little as 10 days. It says um, your credit standing is not really a factor. It doesn't come into play. Um, you know, it's not a loan per se. So that those expenses you talked about, uh, Clay, you know, otherwise, if you just took out a traditional bank loan, you'd be paying interest True. Um, in these highly, this higher interest rate environment that we're in now. So there, there is some benefit to it that it seems to make a little bit of sense. Um, you know, of course, you talked about the double taxation with the C-Corp, Kelly Lynn, this mm-hmm. is going to be a, a C-Corp stock that's owned in a retirement plan. So whenever, if let's say you're very successful and it grows, you know, a huge amount, then those distributions when you retire and take those distributions from the plan are going to have tax implications as well. So it may not be the most tax efficient way Uh to do this, but, um, you know, it, it does have some benefits if you're looking to kind of just find some seed capital for a startup business and you, your other areas of uh, financing are not as attractive to you. Yeah. I think another risk you take though is, you know, if, you put all of your money from your retirement plan into your business mm-hmm. and then your business doesn't do well. Oh yeah. Oh, not, that's a big, not only big did risk. you not only did you lose your source of income because your business went under, you also lost some of your retirement funds yeah. and set that back. And and this is not just a problem for startups. I mean, this we see this yeah. all the time for sure. major corporations where if somebody has a a large portion of their retirement accounts in their company stock. Um, exactly. So it's, I mean, it's a diversification problem. Right. Just like like any other diversification problem. And, and in this case, like you said, your income is tied to this venture. Your retirement plan might be substantially tied to this venture. Um, so, that you know, there's, there's definitely a lot of risk here. Um, so if he deems himself a successful entrepreneur, do you think that's a little um, overconfidence? I mean, it's so hard to say. With I mean, we were talking about a Could startup, be. yeah. yeah. Um, and and I mean, as we pointed out earlier, this may not be the best environment for startup businesses. Although the the stock market, the publicly traded markets, seem to be doing quite well at the moment, in spite of all economic that, right? fundamentals are still pretty uh, pretty dour yeah so um not you know, too bright for sure definitely uh, a lot of considerations need to be made here but very interesting concept though it's uh a way to fund a startup without having to go through traditional financing avenues yeah, maybe borrowing or and you can whatever. basically use your retirement plans uh, tax 
tax deferred, I'll say. Isn't that yeah. the reason that a lot of folks want to do that? They have, you know, they might have been great savers for a long time. They have it in a in an account that's kind of locked up, though. Yeah. Unless they're a certain age, so they can't get to it. And even if they do get to it, obviously, there's going to be taxation. In this case, you skip the tax, it seems like. Uh, but there are administration. Yeah, and I think that this costs. is a common problem, especially with business owners, entrepreneurs that we see all the time where, you know, a lot of times their savings, their retirement savings is just plowed back into the business. So they haven't done a great job of saving outside right. of the company. Um, in this case, Patrick has done a good job at least setting himself up for a, a retirement and having 270000 in his SEP IRA. So he has been thinking about retirement and thinking about saving for the rainy day probably doesn't have a lot of after-tax assets it sounds like because right. most of those I, I assume have been mm-hmm. deployed probably. into various business yeah. ventures and things well, like that. Well, SEP IRA would also be tax-deferred, right? It would. Most likely. Yeah. 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 Okay, gonna, so yeah, he probably was... As long as you stay within the confines yeah. of the of the law, right? Yeah. Don't yeah. try to put too much in it and those sorts of But things. it's a diversification not only of the, the investment vehicle or, or the investment, you know, itself in the company stock, but also the investment vehicle that's being used because... Uh, it's typically good to have some diversification in your tax location, you know, whether it's having some assets in after-tax accounts, some assets in tax-deferred retirement, some assets assets in tax-free retirement, like Roth IRAs, things like that. Yep. That way you can kind of pivot depending on what the tax situation is in the future because who knows what that's going to yeah, look like. No doubt. We always talk about that. Don't only diversify the investments that you purchase within your account, but also diversify the type of accounts that you hold. Absolutely. Right. Kelly Lynn. So bottom line, would you recommend something like this? I it, think we would have to uh, this is one do of a deeper dive. It, it depends. I don't want yeah. to be in it depends, but but that's really hey, what you this gotta is. you got to say that. I mean, I, I would say in general, maybe, probably uh, not. Okay. I mean, it, it seems like a lot of risk and a lot of – the biggest thing for me is just the – the regulation of this type of thing and yeah. it's going well, to be a major headache because this is federal law this is not right. like state laws or right. you know this right. is okay. well the piece that most concerns me is the fact that you're dealing with a business and businesses have risk especially yeah. if they're burgeoning if they're new if they're changing ownership if there's various other things that might be going on every single one of the individuals that you're going to talk to here yeah is going to be the new owner uh-huh. So there, yep. you might get into the middle of the business and not understand fully. I, I go back to what Clay said. If things go sideways, if things go wrong, yes, uh, you not only lose your business, your means of income, but you also lose your retirement. I think or that's at least a, a very of it. important. Yeah. It's a high-risk situation. Yeah. And uh, Kelly Lynn, to your point previously, is you know is he overconfident? Absolutely. Okay. Most business owners are. Oh, and well, yeah. if you can do it, is it overconfidence? Eh, who knows? Yeah, well, I mean, I, it's still loaded with risk. Okay. All right. Coming up next, we're going to hit that question mailbag. Um, you are listening to Money Talks, your trusted resource for your money, your future, your life. This has been a production of Hensler Money Talks. All material presented is from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decision and is not intended to replace the advice of qualified professionals, such as tax consultants, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. 
This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in the Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.